welcome to Fully Fit Life, where exercise promotes freedom and diet is a four-letter word. Two guys, one goal. Join them on their journey to live a more healthy and joy-filled life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Fully Fit Life broadcast with your host, Frank Ferreira. Hi, Frank. How you doing? And me? I'm doing well, Marty. Martin Straw. Mm-hmm. So, Frank, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing really well. Um, how are you, Marty? I am about as groovy as I can be. So good, good. That's that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm at my uh, first full second week. I completed that, and I'm finding out that I really need to ease into it. And yeah. uh, it's one of those things where I sit in front of a computer, and I really need to take a couple few more breaks during the day and break up that monotony where I think it it probably was a big contributing factor over the years of uh, not being healthy and it affecting my heart. So anyway, yeah. Um, uh, gotcha. How about you? Staying busy? Um, I am definitely staying busy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would say, you know, busier than I would like, but it's mm-hmm. definitely busy. The last couple of days, I've kind of um, had a little bit of pain in my back, my lower back. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it seems like when I do a bunch of work on the deck, mm-hmm. for those of you that don't know, I've been reworking our deck. And um, it's sometimes I'm in kind of rather precarious positions, trying to be as safe as possible. But still, it's like, you know, some of these boards are 12, 16 feet long. And you get on one end of them and they get, it's extremely heavy on the other end, you know, because you have no Mm -hmm. fulcrum effect at all. And I think I'm kind of just overdoing it whenever I'm working on it. So been Mm -hmm. taking it a little bit easier last couple of days and it definitely was feeling better today. So maybe tomorrow Good. I'll be back at that and uh, try not to mess it up again. Marty, right? I hate to break the news to you, but we're not getting any younger. Uh, but that's a good thing, Frank. Well-seasoned, you know? And Right. <laughs> yes. There you go. Old guys rule. Yes. There it is. That's I'm my, happy to be an old man. That, that's my Friday mug. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. It's nice to get a break in the weather, too. Uh, the smoke has subsided the past few days. It's been a little bit cooler getting out there and doing more walking. And so it's exciting. That's good. That's good. We had a little kind of a little uh, reinvasion of the smoke today a little bit. Not so, Mm. it wasn't real low, but I had to go into town. Mm. And when I went up the hill, um, I could really see it. Kind of annoying. Yeah. It'll be nice if we can get a little bit of rain and really get some of that Mm. cleared out. And of course, help with the forest fires and all that jazz. So, there's supposed to be some rain coming this weekend up, probably in the North Bay. So, we might not see any of it. Yeah, I think it's going to be north of us. So. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. So let's introduce the 
fat soluble vitamins and let's let's dive into that let me just chime in and yep tell you that this stationary bicycle which has the magnetic resistance is amazing yeah. i get about a 30 minute workout early in the morning before work uh, get that sweat going get the heart pumping and uh i love it it's it's amazing then i take a couple walks during the day when i can if i'm not too exhausted during the day and um it's great i really love it and then i'll be working into getting into the weights and working my legs a little bit more very cool with mowing my lawn and working around the house and stuff doing chores around the house yeah all right. So on the fat soluble vitamins, there are four of them. And they are vitamin A, vitamin D, D as in David, vitamin E as in Edward, and vitamin K as in kryptonite. <laughs> and if you don't have your vitamin K, that's like being exposed to kryptonite and being Superman. So that's uh, it's very important to, to have it. So on those, just kind of to frame it a little bit, is the fat soluble vitamins are vitamins that in order for us to be able to absorb them, for them to be dissolved and actually assimilated into our bodies, they need to be consumed in the presence of fat. I think it was last podcast, we kind of joked a little bit about how, you know, so what did the whole low fat diet craze do to everybody in regards to vitamins A, D, E, and K? Well, it, it probably definitely lowered our absorption of those vitamins, uh, putting us mm -hmm. more at risk for other things. Any thoughts on that? Well, I think of uh, vitamin E, and I want to say we probably get the majority of vitamin E from fish oil or fish. Am I right? That's well, a guess. That's that's a good place to get them, but nuts and oils mm. in general, and believe it or not, leafy green vegetables are also a great source mm. so so spinach kale yep what else even lettuces um anything that's leafy, leafy and green. green you know collard greens any of those types of things would be good sources mm -hmm. of vitamin e and vitamin e the the functions that it provides are it helps protect our blood cells and our bodily tissue. And mm. it also is a key factor in reducing or preventing oxidative stress. We've mm. talked before about oxidation and its impact upon in turn inflammation. So vitamin E is pretty important in helping to reduce that, to keep that at bay, if you will. You know, deficiency is actually pretty rare for vitamin E. 
And this usually only happens if an individual has an issue with fat absorption. So if they're a victim of fat malabsorption, then they may fall prey to, uh, to low levels of vitamin E, which isn't good. How does somebody know if they're fat malabsorption candidates? Deficiency is actually pretty rare. I can tell you that people who have had issues with their gallbladder and had their mm. gallbladder actually removed will likely be candidates for this because yes. the gallbladder produces bile, which is excreted and is actually what processes or helps to process the majority of fats. And mm -hmm. when you don't have that going on, you're going to have all kinds of issues and have a real hard time digesting fats. Mm -hmm. So uh, just yeah. off the top, I'd say that's probably, you know, that's probably the biggest one is people yeah. who have had gallbladder surgery um, are definitely at risk for this. So you were going to say What about something. vitamin D? No, no, no. I was going to say, uh, what about vitamin D? We get, we can get, our vitamin D from the sun. Yeah. Actually, vitamin and D from the sun is, it, is, is that, the number one source. Is that where barbecuing outside in the park, uh, steaks and hamburgers came in? Um, I don't know if it came in via that or for that purpose. But I'll tell you, being out in the sun, even 15 for that purpose. minutes. <laughs> Even 15 to 20 minutes out yeah. in the sun can, um, can really charge up your vitamin D levels. And another thing yeah. to note about the fat-soluble vitamins is that they actually get stored within the body. Water-soluble mm -hmm. vitamins are not stored in the body. They're, anything that the body doesn't immediately use is excreted typically in the urine. Not so for the fat soluble. Those are actually stored. And like in the case of vitamin D, you could really say that you've stored that for a rainy day because the sunlight causes you to develop vitamin D. And of course, the cloudy weather, you wouldn't have it. So it's nice that it is stored. Going back to uh, salad and fat, the first thing that comes to my mind is salad dressing that has a good olive oil that would be a good match too for salad, would it not? Absolutely. In fact, I think I've yeah. mentioned to you, I don't know if it's been during a, a broadcast or if it was just you know in one of our conversations, but my salad dressing of choice <laughs> is extra virgin olive oil. That's it, nothing with it. Yeah. I just, you know, drizzle that over whatever the salad fixings are for that day. Mm -hmm. You know, a little salt and pepper and boom, good to go. So that's very good. That's my salad dressing of choice. Yeah, perfect. Uh, simple, one ingredient, good whole food. And uh, our body needs uh, that good healthy oil which we should probably talk about oils uh, sometime in the near future because fat, trans fat, 
hydrogenated, partially hydrogenated. I don't want to get into it, but that is something that we have to get up to speed on and probably have a conversation about that because oil is very good for us. Yeah, we yeah. did we did mention that in our when we were doing the series of broadcasts on the macronutrients when we talked mm-hmm. about fat, we did mention all of those, but mm-hmm. certainly there is more room for a deeper dive in that area. So Well, would... let me tell you what I'm thinking because Yeah, we have talked about it. When I read and study the information and resources on oils, fats, trans fats, etc., I'll tell you what, it's confusing. And I think that the, the food industry has made it convenient for them to put these bad uh, hydrogenated uh or pardon me, the partially hydrogenated trans fats into food for good shelf life. And so that's something that we should, you know, pursue later on. Yeah. And that's Um, definitely worthy of note because that is the reason that they do that is to extend shelf life. Ultimately, what does it do to our body is like, (laughs) I think I might've been a victim to that. It's diabetes, insulin resistance, clogged arteries. And so people need to beware of trans fats. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I digress. There has been a fair amount of public, I won't say outcry because I think that would be overstating it, but there has been certainly an increased awareness on the part of the public in Mm -hmm. as far as trans fats Mm -hmm. go. And Mm -hmm. so I think we're seeing a trend where foods are containing less of the trans fats, which are the real, the real bad guys. So, yeah, that's a good thing. But, but to kind of summarize it, if you're eating processed food that has to have good shelf life, I'd have to say you're probably not helping yourself out. Get the fresh stuff. Yeah. The shelf life of the food is lengthened, but the shelf life of the human being that consumes it is shortened. Amen. <laughs> ah, right? So you lengthen Very it in good. one place, Very you good. shorten it somewhere else, right? <laughs> yeah. There's your rule of thumb. Yep. Take that to the bank. That's your takeaway. So, listeners, viewers, if you want a longer shelf life, don't consume foods with trans fats or hydrogenated oils. Boom. Right. Mm -hmm. Boom. So we talked about uh, D and we talked about E. Not that, you know, we want to skim over them, but we'll find that a lot of us are deficient in vitamin D. So either we're not eating enough fat to maintain vitamin D, or we're just not getting enough vitamin D, you know? And so, yeah. You know, and there's, there's a couple of, wow, you know, vitamin D, we could, we may want to do a a separate broadcast just on vitamin D, because there's really a lot to this. Sources. Yeah. 
for vitamin D, we've mentioned sunlight. And sunlight mm -hmm. in many ways has really gotten a bad rap because of skin cancer. And mm -hmm. certainly skin cancer is not a good thing. You know, I'm, I'm not saying, oh yeah, go out there and get cooked. That is not a good thing. But sunlight, and this is one of those things that moderation is definitely a very positive key. You can go out, you get some sun, your body responds to that by increasing the pigment levels and it's your natural protection. Whereas the sunscreen mm -hmm. that we're told to just slather on by the bucket full actually has been demonstrated to have some very negative effects. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because we'll spend the whole rest of our time talking about that one. But just know that sunlight is not a bad guy. You just need mm -hmm. to understand and you need to be wise about it as it is with so mm -hmm. many things and so many things nutritionally. But some other mm -hmm. great sources for vitamin D are fortified milk. You know, mm -hmm. that's, a, that's an outstanding one. And here's, here's something interesting. And this is like, man, this was almost created, you know, mm -hmm. to be this way. We've switched to all these low fat or non-fat milks. Vitamin D mm -hmm. is a fat soluble vitamin. You can get the vitamin D in non-fat milk. You will not be able to absorb it though. You need the fat that is coupled with it in order to absorb it. It's kind of like the lock in the okay. key, you know? This merits a, a palm to the forehead. Who's thinking like that? Who, who thinks about this stuff? You know? <laughs> yeah. That's the problem is so many things in life, whether it's nutrition, whether it's exercise, whether it's, I don't know, anything. We don't think about the end result and all the other things that get impacted by that decision that we make. And this is part of, this is part of project planning. You know, when you get to the, you're going to put in a road. Well, a road is going to need maintenance. So you need to make sure mm -hmm. that you've planned for maintenance in the future. You can't just mm -hmm. not have it. We've got horrible roads in, in my county. And mm -hmm. it's like the plan was put the road in. Well, well here it mm -hmm. is. We've lived here for 20 years. They've never repaved our road ever. And it's, oh, it's patched but there's patches on the patches on the patches. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. just, it's horrible. Our nutrition has the same thing. And some of the, some of the decisions we've made in the name of healthy nutrition have been counter to actual healthy nutrition. So counterproductive. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. Taking the fat out of milk where we can't absorb the vitamin D because the fat's taken out. Right. Well, and the same can be said about vitamin D supplements. Having a, a good meal, maybe with your vitamin D, K, 
A and what was the other one? A D E K. Take those four. If you're not getting them in your food and you have to supplement them, get good organic vitamins and eat them with a good salad with a good olive oil or avocado oil or a nice ribeye steak or something with a little bit of fat in it. <laughs> yep. Or a nice hunk of fish. Yeah. 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 Salmon. Nice wild caught yeah. tuna or salmon. Mm -hmm. That's such a crazy thing about supplements. You take this dry mm -hmm. pill and there's no instruction whatsoever that in order for this to really work, to absorb at least those four vitamins, you've got to have mm -hmm. the presence of fat. I even saw a webpage where they were talking about this vitamin, the supplement company was talking about their vitamins and how they're so good. They were essentially saying that their vitamins don't contain any fat. There's not a gel cap kind of thing or anything, you know, none of that. So there's not even a tiny bit of, of oil. And it's like, you can't just do that. You yeah. can't just do that. Yeah. Counterproductive. And also supplements are just that. They're supplements. That means they're not the mm -hmm. primary source. It's like a little bit yeah. of a boost. But yeah, definitely should be taken with food. And that food should include a good source of healthy fat. Mm -hmm. Now, just real quick, without going into a great bit of detail, I think we should mention the healthy fats versus the unhealthy fats. And when we, talk, mm -hmm. when we did our, our podcast on fats, we did talk a little bit about the, what we now call vegetable oil that is supposed <laughs> to be, you know, science's gift to mankind as far as fat goes. And these originally were known as industrial seed oils, which as we reviewed in that uh, broadcast, <laughs> was they came from a waste product and were manipulated to make them, they weren't even palatable. They had to be made palatable before they could be converted and used on the dinner table. Uh, that's yeah. how bad it was. Now, you mentioned industrial oil. That was to lubricate machines. Or to light lamps. Street lamps. Right. Yeah. Right. And we're ingesting a modified version of that that makes it palatable. I think what they did is they added hydrogen to it. That's one thing that they did. Now, yeah. There's, there's more yeah. than just that. They had to change the flavor. Yeah. They had to change the smell. I mean, it was repugnant. But a lot of modification had to be done in order to make that something that would be acceptable on people's you know kitchen table so what you're cook. saying marty is that some vegetable oils are probably not good to consume uh, vegetable oil is not good to consume and it's not some it's all right yeah it's it's just that about, simple if if you need a good oil you want to go for 
the olive oils, the extra virgin olive oil. You want to go with a coconut oil. You want to go with an avocado oil. These are all really good examples of really beneficial oils. They have great health profiles. And again, we're not going to go down that, that hole today. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. a future time, maybe we'll look at each one individually or something even. Yeah. And a, an interesting note, we mentioned folks who have had gallbladder surgery, had their gallbladders removed. Coconut oil or MCT oil, which is a derivative of coconut oil, is an outstanding product for folks who have had their gallbladder removed because it doesn't require the same processing in the gut that other fats require. So this is a great now, way for gall gallbladder removal people to be able to get some good healthy fat in their diet. MCT is a mid-chain triglyceride, and it's got the two components, and I believe they're 10 and 5, I think, is the, the chain, that the two components. I could be mistaken. You know, after my operation, my brain has is failing me. <laughs> so, tremendously. Um, Wait a minute, Frank. Didn't they so, work on your heart? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, but the MCT oil is a very, very good oil. Like you said, derivative of coconut oil. It stays liquid even in the refrigerator. Yep. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Mm. Really good mm -hmm. stuff. You can find a, a, the organic version. I recommend that. Good point. Very good. Very good. Mm, thanks. Uh, let's see. Oh, vitamin D, just to wrap up a couple of other sources. We touched on sunlight and milk. There's also fish eggs and butter are outstanding. Now deficiency here, it has osteomalacia, which is causes bones to become weak, leading to fractures. This impacts the wrists and pelvis in particular, and it leads also, or certainly increases the risk of osteoporosis. I think we all know what that is. So mm -hmm. that, that's a pretty serious one. If you're not getting that healthy fat in there, you can't digest that vitamin D. Or it's very, very limited as far as how much you can get out of it. So a good natural combination of fighting off osteoporosis is a good lengthy walk in the sun. That would be outstanding. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that means exposure though too. So walking in the sun wearing coveralls and a big floofy hat isn't going to do a whole lot for you. You need that no. sun exposure on your skin. Yeah. Let's see. We didn't really get to A or K yet. Which one do you want to do? Let's do A. A. Okay. We'll go alphabetically here. Vitamin A is important for the formation and the maintenance of skin, hair, mucous membranes, and it also helps with vision and tooth growth. So the most common sign of deficiency is that it causes blindness. It's seen mostly in 
what we call third world countries where they're nutritionally undernourished. Deprived? Yeah, yeah. deprived, sure. So that's very unfortunate. Again, it is something that the body does store. So if you do get it, it's there to draw upon. Good sources for this one are yellow or orange fruits or vegetables, green leafy vegetables. Again, there they are again, liver and dairy products. Mm. So yeah. you know there's two kinds of people, those that love liver and those that don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mom. I happen to be one that loves liver. My mom loved liver. I got to yeah. say, you know, I, I tried it as a kid and it just never, never sat well with me. Um, and I just haven't ventured back that way. Although the thought mm -hmm. has been crossing my mind in recent years. So we'll see. Well, come to my house and I'll cook you up some good liver. Ah, there you go. That, that sounds really <laughs> what coming to my house or having liver <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, one of those would be so that's, serious and one would be sarcastic and i'll let you figure right? it out <laughs> <laughs> exactly so that's vitamin a where else can we get vitamin a is that pretty much it that, those are the big sources yeah yeah those are the yeah i think of carrots yeah or how about uh, how about an orange, or yeah. maybe a bell pepper. You, know, mm -hmm. you got orange bell peppers. So what's the last one we're going to talk about? The last one is vitamin K. Now, vitamin mm. K is really essential for blood clotting functions. So, which is pretty important. You know, you're. You're out there working on the deck and you accidentally slice your finger on something. You're kind of glad that your blood has the ability to clot. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I mentioned that example, but you know, I'll let you, uh, I'll let y'all guess. <laughs> now, Did it require stitches? <laughs> negative. Nah. Oh, that's good. I don't need no stinking stitches. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, your fingers hanging there <laughs> yeah in that case i probably would but most of the time yeah I'm pretty good um deficiency of vitamin k is very rare it can occur in infants because vitamin k is i think it's the only vitamin that actually doesn't pass through the placenta which is kind of weird really um yeah hmm. But it's pretty normal for infants to be given a vitamin K shot right after birth mm -hmm. to uh, reduce any mm -hmm. potential complications. So that's a good thing mm -hmm. that we have figured out over the years. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. So, but that's, that's almost the only case of deficiency, which is right. Cool. Uh, sources mm -hmm. for this one. And again, this kind of lines up with the others as well, are green leafy vegetables, fruit, and dairy. So there you have it. Those are the fat-soluble vitamins. Marty, not to take any of what we talk about lightly, the one thing that I just want to drive home is the counter 
productiveness of the food industry. Let's stick with the whole food, whole milk with lots of fat. That's a good thing. Uh, organic even, if you can afford it. Yep. And all those good vegetables and fruit. And you know, we talked last time about real whole food. And I think yeah. that's probably something that we will mention every single time. Uh, and yeah. you mentioned the organic, at least mm -hmm. in reference to the milk that time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it is more expensive. And I will mm -hmm. say, you know, that I get it. Sometimes you just can't afford to get the more expensive. But if you yeah. can, maybe mix a half gallon in. You buy, you know, maybe mm -hmm. you buy one or two gallons of milk. Well, at least get one of, you know, a half a gallon that is the organic. Mm -hmm. Or at least mm -hmm. one week out of the month, you when you grocery shop, mm -hmm. you buy the organic stuff mm -hmm. instead of the regular stuff. Mm -hmm. Even that yeah. baby step is better than no step at all. Yeah. And you or will toss the differences. Or toss five boxes of something processed back onto the shelf and buy the organic. Yeah, that's an option too. Just saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Any uh, very good, Marty. Any wrap up thoughts what on else that? No, I think we covered it. I look forward to these discussions every week because I'm encouraged. I go out. I read and I look on YouTube and I learn as much as I can and sifting through everything. What we're trying to do here is give you as dry as they might be the hard facts as best to our ability. We're both engineers and we don't take this stuff lightly. You know, we go through, we do our study and we do our due diligence and we know not intrinsically, but there's a certain amount of logic and critical thinking that goes into research. And like I said, we take it, take it seriously and we try to make it, no pun intended, palatable. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we want to remind everybody that we encourage you to go out and look for yourself. Don't yeah. just believe us. Yeah. You know, hopefully yeah. we are believable, but uh -huh. don't just believe us. We yeah. feel like we have done our due diligence, but still there's, there's always more information out there and yeah. what's right for you might not be right for me. And that's Everybody's okay. different. I mean, it's like the whole thing mm -hmm. with the gallbladder situation. I have a client that I was working with uh, not too long ago that had had her gallbladder removed. And there were challenges with trying to do some dietary modification uh, because recommendations that work for other people didn't necessarily work for her. And mm -hmm. we needed to find other solutions and we did. And, yeah. and that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's a good thing. 
but mm -hmm. just saying that to point out that what we talk about isn't necessarily one size fits all. No, but no. everybody's different. Yeah, but generally, what we are bringing forth will typically fit at least in some way. It may not be exact, but it's usually uh, moldable to work for mm -hmm. most everybody. Yeah. And again, our weekly reminder that we are not doctors. You got to remember that as well. You know, Frank mm -hmm. has done a ton of research. He's dealt with some health issues and uh, he has a, a great perspective I am a certified health and fitness coach, and I've had to go through some rather extensive training. But that doesn't mean that our answers are perfect. Right. No. You know, but certainly we think we have some good pointers, and we really want to be helpful. That's the goal here, is to help people. Very good find their way in the journey to a healthy and full life. Right, Frank? Can't say any more to improve that. Absolutely. Very yes, good. Sir. Thank you, Marty. Yep. Well, you have a wonderful evening. We'll pick it up next week and see yes. where we go. Very good. Thank you, All everybody. Right. Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Fully Fit Life broadcast. And we will see you before too long.